You're listening to another episode of the Just Go Bike Podcast. That's AKA Murph. And that's AP. And this is the podcast where we talk about cycling just for the fun of it. With tales from all over the nation, come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. Hello, everybody. This is AP, and Murph's out riding her bike today, so I'm flying solo. She's somewhere in the middle of Texas right now, biking along what I imagine to be a desert full of cacti, barbecue, and giant 10-gallon hats. I'm sure that's exactly what it's like. Honestly, though, the one piece of feedback that I have heard from her recently is that it's extremely windy, so... Good luck to you, Murph. She'll be back on our episode next week for the 200th episode of the Just Go Bike podcast. That is so hard to believe. I can't even, I mean, it feels like we just started the podcast yesterday. And at the same time, it feels like we have recorded about, I don't know, 5,000 episodes. So here's to another 2,000 episodes. <laughs> Uh, I can't wait. And it's going to be a really special episode. Can't wait for you to hear it next week. As you may have noticed, this week's episode is a little bit late. And the reason for that is because we just finished releasing all of the pass-through towns for RAGBRAI 2022, RAGBRAI 49. So I thought I'd wait until they were all released and all the daily maps had come out so I could talk through them a little bit with you. But before we do that, let me back up a little bit and say for the 200th episode, if there's anything you'd like to call in and say or leave us a little note about your favorite episode, favorite memory about the podcast, favorite memory about biking in Iowa, please feel free to call us and leave a message in our voicemail at 515 303 0385. And that is also the place where you could call and if you have a question that you would like to ask about Ragbri 101, any basics that you would like to ask a question about um, as you get ready for Ragbri, as Ragbri is just around the corner. So that number again is 515-303-0385. And again, it's just a voicemail box. It's monitored, but we will not be picking up that phone because it's Murph's voicemail and she is out in the middle of nowhere biking in Texas. All right, so let's get started on Ragbri 2022 Full Route. We start, as you know, in Sergeant Bluff. Day one of Ragbri, actually, back it up, day zero of Ragbri is the Ragbri Expo. We'll have hundreds of vendors for you. It's a can't miss experience. There'll be bike repair shops. There'll be bike merchandise, including the Ragbri merchandise trailer and the Ragbri outlet tent. Well, we'll have steals and deals on Ragbri merchandise. Then we'll also have tons of food vendors. It'll be your first time to set up your campsite to, before Ragbri so that you can make sure that you have all your equipment, all your gear, your bikes in working order, maybe drink an extra water ahead of time, an extra Gatorade ahead of time, and you're going to get ready to roll on Ragbri. So we start in Sergeant Bluff. 
Sergeant Bluff was incorporated in 1904 and was named for Sergeant Charles Floyd, the only member of the Lewis and Clark expedition to unfortunately die on that journey. They had a reason for his death back then, but modern doctors today believe he died of a appendicitis, which is really unfortunate because that is treatable today. So um, it's just interesting that someone out on the Lewis and Clark expedition would have died of, say, like a run of the mill normal disease instead of, I don't know, like sepsis or like getting murdered by someone or like, I don't know, falling into a cave, just some sort, you know, his appendix burst. Sorry, buddy. Um, Then we'll roll on to Bronson, our first pass through town of the week and head on into Anthon and then into Battle Creek. Battle Creek had a bunch of different names, but they ended up landing on Battle Creek because of a nearby stream. The stream got its name because, unfortunately, there was a fight that took place between government surveyors and the Sioux Native Americans that lived there originally. So, you know, a little bit of history in that way. A lot of our towns through this week will have um, Native American origins in name or in history, And a lot of the towns will also be based around the railroad lines of that time. And then we have Ida Grove, which is our uh, first overnight town after Sergeant Bluff. And it was named for Mount Ida in Greece. (laughs) And there are castles everywhere in Ida Grove. And because of that, they just released their theme, The Knights of the Round Tire, which I love. I love a good medieval theme. You know... I'll have to find out why they have so many castles in Ida Grove. I'll get back to you on that, but it is fantastic. And if you don't get your picture with one of those when you visit, then that's on you. Um, I forgot to say that our first day of riding on Sunday, July 24th is 53.2 miles. Unfortunately, it has 2,545 feet of climb, which is a lot of feet of climb. Those of you familiar with the landscape of Iowa will know that on the western edge of Iowa, we have the Lust Hills, which were formed by the glaciers moving way back in the ancient era. And they moved right up to the hills and just left that large deposit of sediment along the western edge of Iowa. And you get to bike over it. So enjoy. They're beautiful, large, but rolling hills. So I think it may not be as bad as you would anticipate. However, I would still train for that. Day one is also the celebration of the Air Force's 75th anniversary, which is incredible. And those who have ridden Ragbri before will remember that the Air Force is just one of our most essential teams as they are always stopping to help people fix flat tires. They're always helping to stop riders in need. Um, They're just the guardian angels of Ragbri. Day one is also the day that we have the mile of silence on the ride where we memorialize riders who have been killed while cycling. There's a national ride of silence, national mile of silence organization, and it's also organized by the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. So it's kind of a double celebration for day one. For day two, on Monday, July 25th, we move on. It's 71.2 miles and we have 1,694 feet of climb. So almost a full thousand feet of climb less than day one. So a little bit of a break for you. Um, It's also People for Bikes Day and it's also College Jersey Day. So we got a lot going on on day two. People for Bikes is a national cycling advocacy organization. They do incredible things to support cycling in the U.S. And I encourage you to look them up if you haven't already. It's free to be a member of the People for Bikes organization and really 
all that does is fill you in on what all the good things that they're doing across the country. College Jersey Day is sort of self-explanatory. Wear the jersey of the college that you want to support on RAGBRAI. Obviously, I love Butler University. They're my alma mater. I'll be wearing a Bulldogs jersey. Or maybe a Hawkeye jersey. I'm also a Hawkeye, so I don't know. You'll have to see. We roll from Ida Grove to Galva, which is named for Galva, Illinois, which is maybe not inspired, but they're an awesome town. Then we'll roll into Shaler, which is the popcorn capital of the world. And I, they may have to actually fight Sac City for that. <laughs> but they were homes to the brands of Bango, which I had never heard of, and Jolly Time, which I've obviously heard of. Both companies unfortunately moved out of the area in the 1980s, but it's still a major crop. So maybe when you're riding on Ragbri, you'll see some popcorn growing in the fields. And I sure do hope that they have some for us to eat when we get there because I love popcorn. Now theirs is not formed into a ball like Sac City. So there are differences. They grow it. Sac City makes a masterpiece of it. So there you have it. Then we roll on into Nimaha, which is the birthplace of the tractor promenade, which is square dancing on tractors, which is mind-blowingly cool. So maybe they'll have that for us there. You know, we'll have to see. Then we move on to Newell, which is back in the day they said was a splendid location if it doesn't float away because it was originally surrounded by swamps. Today we have more uh, advanced forms of irrigation and land tiling and things like that. So it's now an excellent farming location. It was home to George Alley. And I'm sorry, George, if I have mispronounced your last name, A-L-L-E-E, who was instrumental in the development of hybrid corn and the first president of what is now the Iowa Corn Growers Association. Then we moved on to Fonda, and then we move on to Pocahontas, which is affectionately known as Pokey. And their theme is going to be, you are going to love Pocahontas. And let me tell you, you're going to love Pocahontas. They have a giant statue of Pocahontas there, and they have a lot of really awesome plans for us there. It's going to be their first time hosting Ragbri, and I'm telling you, they're already nailing it. Then we move on to day three, which Tuesday, July 26th, and it's going to be 56.4 miles with only 756 feet of climb. So a nice relaxing day after several challenging climbing days. This is where we hit more of the flat part of Ragbri. And I will say, just as a warning, sometimes these flatter days end up being the headwind days, or they can be your best day ever on a bike if we have a tailwind. So it could be a toss up. As someone who enjoys hills more than I can handle headwinds, I would prefer one of the hillier days with no wind, whatever. We, we take what we get, don't we? And we enjoy the day on the bike. It will be the day that we celebrate the Dream Team's 25th anniversary. And if you're not familiar with the Dream Team, they are a group of kids who are usually underprivileged in some way um, or who just really don't have a way to buy their own bike. So what they do is they train all summer, spring and summer long. They just did their first outdoor training ride the other day and they 
so they train, they train, and they train, and train. They finally ride Ragbri, and if they do every single mile of Ragbri, they get to keep the bike that they have been training on all summer. Those bikes are provided by Bike World. So a little shout out to Bike World and the Dream Team. They're just really cool kids, and we have some really fun things planned to celebrate their 25th anniversary. The Dream Team was founded in part by our former director, Jim Green, beloved Jim Green. So shout out to Greeny as well and his family because they're just so near and dear to my heart. And it's just a really cool organization and a really cool chance to get kids into cycling. So Dream Team 21st, 25th anniversary day on day three. So we leave Pocahontas and we head to West Bend, which many of you Iowans will know is the home to the Grottoes of the Redemption, which is a series of nine grottoes that take up a whole city block. And if you don't know what a grotto is, it's a religious structure made out of... I don't know, little bits of stone and seashells cemented together to form archways and beautiful rooms, cavernous rooms. And all the little rocks were gathered from all over the world. And it's still sort of being updated and maintained. I mean, it's being maintained today, but it's still being added to and constructed and updated all through from, I believe, the early 1900s through today. And it's the largest man-made grotto in the world. So... And I can say man-made because it was predominantly constructed by priests, male priests. So, all right. So then we roll on into Rolf, which is named after John Rolf, who married Pocahontas. So kind of a little, um, you know, again, a Native American theme today. Then we move on to Havelock and into Emmitsburg, which was settled by Irish immigrants fleeing the potato famine. Um, So it's obviously hugely Irish town. You can expect some Irish themed celebrations in Emmitsburg, but you can also expect the Pork Tornadoes, which has been announced as their entertainment in Emmitsburg. So love the Pork Tornadoes. They're going to rock it out. And if you recently saw their April Fool's Day joke, they're opening for Lady Gaga. Just kidding. But they do do an excellent Lady Gaga cover that you don't want to miss. They're just a ton of fun. We had them play on our fall ride. They play on Ragbri nearly every year. They're just the best. So can't wait to see the pork tornadoes in Emmitsburg. Rock on, you guys. Then we rock on to day four, which is the big 105-mile day honoring John Karras, our co-founder who recently passed away and was known for putting 100-mile days in his routes. You know, people back then felt about 100-mile days like they do today. It's a challenge. You can do it. We're going to ride it for Karis, but it's a long way to ride on a bicycle. Um, It's also Ragbri Jersey Day. So wear your Ragbri Jersey either from 2022 or previous years. We want to see them. So in thinking about this over 100 mile day that we're going to be taking on and riding hashtag for Karis. It's going to be fun. It's going to be difficult. But I thought maybe we could draw upon some of the challenge that these riders from the 70s and 80s faced when Karis threw in a 100-mile day. So my friend Matt R. found this article from 1984 in the Des Moines Register after the 102-mile day from Adele to Pella. And it has something from an excerpt from the report of the Ragbri Poetry Committee, which I would like to bring back. I have never heard of the Ragbri Poetry Committee, but I am all about it. I love it. So the title of the article is 102 Mile Bike Ride Brings Out the Best in Pedaling Poets from the Long Ride from Adele to Pella. Fish belly skin turns to yellow, legs turning to jella, head like a marshmallow. I'm on the road to Pella by Pete Hamilton of Shenandoah. The next one is 
I rode 100 miles today. My body's really sore. I ache in lots of places that never ached before. The first part of the ride was fun. The last few miles a grind. So now I'm using baby powder to soothe my poor behind. By Ben Romero of Las Vegas. (laughs) And then the last poem is... 100 miles is quite a ways on a hard and narrow seat. You know the day is getting long when you've got two sleepy feet. But Pella's just around the curve. They're such a gracious host. With bakery goods and wooden shoes, I'm sure will be the toast. By I. Ray Chamberlain of Des Moines. And that could be an L. Ray Chamberlain. I can't read it quite because it's a little fuzzy. But apologies, Mr. Chamberlain. And thank you to Matt for those poems. I absolutely love them. And I hope that they encourage you to ride just as those riders did back in the day. Um, And be sure that you put on your butt butter before the ride so that you don't have to add baby powder to soothe your poor behind. It's going to be a fun day. We're going to have a great time out riding on the road. Um, Just get up early. We're going to have extended service hours. And keep biking. Enjoy the bike ride. I mean, allegedly, we're out here on Ragbri to enjoy cycling, and we're going to do just that on day four of Ragbri. 105 miles, 1,699 feet of climb. Our first pass town is going to be Whittemore, and then we'll head into Algona, which you may remember from Ragbri 2017, when their theme was Discover Our Oasis, and we had a tribute to veterans and Mr. Porkchop, who had just passed away. They also have a rich and varied history which i will go into another podcast and they're also home to the world's largest cheeto which i'm a big fan of i'm gonna eat a um, bag of cheetos there out of respect so that's a pass-through town this time they're gonna nail it because they were an incredible overnight town then we'll head to wesley and then we're gonna head to Britt, iowa which iowans may remember is the home of the national hobo convention since 1900 held the second week of august so that'll be right after we pass through for ragpry um then we'll go on into clemmy and we'll head to mason city as our overnight town for that day you we may remember mason city from ragbri 2014 when their theme was hump day and they had a brett michaels in concert i got to meet brett michaels in concert um he smelled really nice mason city is home to the historic park inn which is a frank lloyd wright hotel and as well as one of frank lloyd wright's homes that he designed i've stayed in the Historic Park Inn, I've talked about it in this podcast many times. It is incredible. Unfortunately, they are sold out during Ragbri, but you could go in there and they have a little bar restaurant and you can go and check out the hotel still. It's gorgeous. I highly recommend it. Also, I've heard they're haunted, so you never know what you might see. They're also Mason City is also home to Meredith Wilson, who is the author-composer of The Music Man. And we just had the Ragbri Pass-Through Town meeting yesterday in the music man hall where they have it's sort of a museum where you can go in and check out stuff from the time when the music man was written sort of that it evokes the era of the music man and it's very fun and they have a room with 76 trombones in it believe me we counted um just kind of a cool place and they have oh better say this right away they have an ice cream parlor there so don't miss it then we move on to day five of Ragbri 2022, and it is a blessed 47.9 miles. So it does also have 1,260 feet of climb, so it'll be a little bit of a challenge. But not distance-wise. You'll be able to take your time. You'll be able to nurse your poor behind. Enjoy yourself. 
it's Charlie Harper Day. It's also Crazy Socks Day. And that is because Charlie Harper always had incredible ragbri themed socks that he would sell at his bike shop, Harper's Bike Shop. Harper still has socks, don't get me wrong. And they still come on ragbri. They still support us to this day with Charlie's son, Greg. Um, Charlie was a legend on ragbri. He was with us since the very first ragbri, as well as Greg. And Charlie was known for riding across the United States on one of those, um, I think they're called a, a fashionable bicycle. The ones with the large front wheel and the teeny tiny back wheel. He rode all the way across the U.S. on one of those bad boys. He also showed me how to ride one one year on Ragbri. It was just a really cool experience. He is such a wonderful person, and I just love getting to know him over the years, and he's dearly missed. And so to make it a little bit more fun of a remembrance, we decided to call it Crazy Socks Day. So pick out your very snazziest pair of socks and wear them on Thursday of Ragbri. I've already got mine picked out, but I will not tell you what they are. So you'll have to wait and see. So we head from Mason City to Rockford, which is known for its beautiful fossils, where part of how that they were preserved, they kind of chunk out of the rock as a whole beautiful museum quality fossil. And you can find them at the Floyd County Fossil and Prairie Park Center. And even today, so you can go up and check that out during Ragbri. They were also a home to Fred and August Duesenberg, who developed and manufactured the Duesenberg automobile, and they immigrated to Rockford from Germany. So a cool automobile history as well, a little bit more recent than the fossils. Then we move on to Marble Rock, named for the many limestone deposits in the area. Marble Rock, last time we were there, we had such a good time, and I got a little marble from them. So you never know what we might pick up in Marble Rock again this year. And then we head to Charles City. And you might remember them from 2017 as well. Love Charles City. They have a whitewater rafting downtown. Their theme last time was Last Hump Before the Hills. And unfortunately, we will be having those hills again. Their birthplace of the word tractor, which is taken from the Latin words traction and power. That is alleged, but I would like to think it's true. They're the birthplace of Carrie Lame Chapman who is a prominent leader in the women's suffrage movement and her efforts helped to pass the 19th amendment granting women the right to vote in 1920 and she is the founder of the league of women voters so what a cool place in women's history i love going to charles city every single time so we'll go there again in july on day six we head from charles city to west union and it's 63 miles with 2025 feet of climb it's also Iowa State Patrol Appreciation Day, which the troopers are essential to putting on RAGBRAI. They help keep RAGBRAI moving along in a timely manner, as well as the incredibly important job of protecting us on busy intersections as we ride across the state. There's just as much as we effort as we put into making sure that the route is safe and it's on roads that are low traffic, we have to at some point cross busy roads. So we thank them so much for helping us in crossing those roads and keeping us safe on the ride. Well, our first pass through town of the day is Ionia, and then we head to New Hampton, and then we head to Lawler. I still have my keychain from when we visited there in 2017, and it says, get luck in Lawler. So it's going to be a lucky day for us on Ragbri. They've certainly been lucky in helping me keep track of my spare keys for five years. <laughs> so then we head into Wacoma and Hawkeye, which is our last pass through town of day six. 
The name of Hawkeye is said to come from the 1826 novel, The Last of the Mohicans, or possibly from the Sac chief Blackhawk. So another Native American tie-in here on day six. And Irish tie-in. That's kind of cool. All right. And then we head to West Union, which we love visiting. They have excellent trout fishing in the area. They have a drop-dead gorgeous landscape. And it's just going to be a delight to be visiting West Union. I hear they have some really big entertainment plans for us. So stay tuned for that. And they also have a really eco-friendly, newly redesigned town square. So check that out when you get to West Union. It'll be your last overnight before you hit the Mississippi. So just unwind, relax, enjoy the beauty of West Union, and we'll wake up ready to go for day seven of Ragbri. Day seven, Saturday, July 30th, will be 65.4 miles with 2,966 feet of climb. So we are going out with a bang. I know we usually have a shorter day on the last day, but it's going to be so pretty you won't even notice. Get up early, ride, enjoy the day, and um, prepare for the hills. These are hills that I would say you truly need to train for. They're long, they're steep. You have 2,966 feet of climb, and I will venture to guess that all those are within maybe three hills throughout the day. So just get ready. It's totally doable. You can handle it. Can and have at this point. You're going to be in great shape from riding across the state. So I encourage you not to worry, but also to train. So we'll head to Elgin first, and then the unincorporated town of Gunder. And then we get to Postville, which is one of my very favorite pastor towns. Postville is called the hometown to the world because of its many diverse cultural communities, including Guatemala, Somalia, Russia, Philippines, and a large Hispanic and Jewish population. So I would say this is going to be a good spot to get a bite to eat. Uh, they're going to have a lot of good options for you. And beyond that, I was talking to the representatives from Postville just the other day when we had the pass-through town meeting, and they have a lot of really fun entertainment planned for you as well. So make sure you ta- stop and take a good break in Postville. Stay tuned for more details on what exactly those are going to be. Then we headed into our last pass-through town of the week of Walk-On. And if you remember them, they hosted us as an overnight town in 2017. They are a really fun town. I just, every time I go to walk on, I have a blast. Just so welcoming and they know how to treat writers and they're just fantastic hosts. And if you remember the last time they hosted us, their theme was a week behind handlebars, kind of a monopoly theme. So really fun. I highly recommend their diner if you have time to stop there. Then we climb up into Lansing the home of the River History Museum with antique fishing gear, boat motors, button-making industries, and more. And the last time we stayed in Lansing, I stayed in the home of a (laughs) button-making magnate. So it was really cool. And I think they make those buttons out of the little mussels that live in the Mississippi River. The Mississippi River is right there in Lansing. You cannot miss it. It is the center of the whole community. Just gorgeous. And they have a beautiful bridge that crosses over into Wisconsin just a nice place to stop, dip your tire, reflect on the whole week, and enjoy the landscape. I've also heard that they have a really cool coffee shop there that can't be missed. And if you haven't had enough hills in your life, they have a notorious hill called Mount Hosmer. And I believe they're going to have the Mount Hosmer challenge again this year where you try to ride up it as fast as you can. So 
that is your Ragbride 22 route from Missouri to Mississippi and all the towns in between. I look forward to talking to you about them more in the future as we get more details on their Ragbride plans specifically. And we, in a couple of months, ride the route and are able to tell you exactly how good and fun or painful the route is going to be. That's it for this time on the Just Go Bike podcast. I can't wait to squawk at you again in just a couple of days for our 200th episode. In the meantime, feel free to get a hold of us at Just Go Bike on all of our social media platforms. If you have a question, a comment, anything you want us to talk about on the show, um, we're getting closer to Ragbri every day, every week, and we want to make sure that we're covering the content that you want to hear about. So get a hold of us. We love talking Ragbri. If you just want to talk, we're in for that too. And with that being said, I'll be back next week with Murph and some friends for the 200th episode of Just Go Bike. Well, listeners, that is it for this week. We both want to thank you for tuning in to listen to the Just Go Bike podcast. And if you'd like to contact us with a comment about the podcast, or maybe you have a topic in mind, you can reach us at justgobikepodcast at gmail.com, or you can also follow us on social media at Just Go Bike on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, especially if you're a fan. And if you have any extra time, pop on over to the Morphology Podcast for more bike adventure interviews. All right, that's a wrap. We'll be back next week. Until then, just go bike!